What's in your hand? A sandwich. Eh, fuck it. Come fucking the sandwiches, man. Is this hot for you too? <laughs> Earl of Sandwich. I like my sandwiches. What do you want? <laughs> we don't like your sandwiches around here. We don't fuck with that. A prostitute sandwich. Hurry, I'm hungry! Yeah! Welcome to People Time. Welcome to the fucking show. Oh, the program. Welcome to the program. Fuck. I'm, I'm fucking stoked for this one. I'm, I'm excited. I feel, I feel really good. I'm excited for this episode. Yeah, it's, this episode's funny because it just sort of fucking wasn't supposed to go this way. <laughs> Literally. Uh, well, good. Yeah, we're doing uh, Earl of Sandwich. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to dick off and talk about sandwiches. I didn't think there was going to be much. But there is. We got a whole thing here. That's awesome. <laughs> Fucking love sandwiches. <laughs> right. I'm actually a little hungry. Really. All right. Should we get a sandwich before? Let's stop this for a second. Any? Yeah. Hold on. We're going to take off. I'm hungry. I'm feeling like a fucking... Something with roast beef on it and some au jus. Ooh. Whew, melted cheese. And go for a club. Oh, yeah. With frilly toothpicks. Yeah. Because <laughs> this club's for him. <laughs> I don't like Philly toothpicks. We're not in the fucking club then. <laughs> well, uh, do you want to go into the fun fact real quick? Uh, yes. Wait, well, what's your name? Oh, my name mm-hmm. is Cosmo Newman Costanza. <laughs> Cosmo. That's my full name. Cosmo Newman Costanza. So you were born in 1996? <laughs> Yeah, in the nineties, at the height of <laughs> of the Cosmo popularity, mm-hmm. back before he uh, ruined himself by saying uh, racist stuff on stage, which was here in uh, Ogden, Utah. It was. Yeah. I did not know that. There's some little comedy club down there where some some black patrons were heckling him as comedian, comedians get heckled, as they do. Yeah, you should be fucking prepared for that. And he just he lost it. It was fucking hilarious. It's pretty yeah. Yeah, he just loses <laughs> his fucking mind. So the name, if you haven't figured it out, just in case we might have some younger viewers, viewers, listeners. Yeah, either. You yeah. view me. But yeah, so Cosmo, Newman, Costanza, all those are different characters off of Seinfeld. Newman. And uh, Cosmo Kramer, the actor, he, he plays Cosmo. The yeah. actor also tried to do stand-up. Um, it didn't go uh, very well. Michael Richards. Thank you, yes. Michael mm-hmm. Richards tried to do stand-up, and he got heckled, um, and he ended up going off on a really bad rant and got in a lot of trouble for it. He uh, hurled the N-word. He did. Loudly. Yeah. In, like, a really uncontrolled, like, Say he also it seemed pretty confident. He seemed to, like, kind of, after he was, like, screaming, he kind of calms down a little bit, and then he... Tries to play it off a little too really, casually. Really unfortunate. Yeah. I mean, there were no uh, real black characters in Seinfeld. Maybe he's just, uh, I don't know. They were supposed to be in New York, weren't they? <laughs> yeah, supposed to be. Yeah. Even though everyone's white in the same yeah. friends and all those other shows. Yeah, it's weird how that is, huh? There's no black friends. I'm surprised there was any in Utah. We don't, like, Utah's kind of known for being a little bit too whitewashed, huh? Yeah, uh, there's a bigger... Uh, population in Ogden. That's good. Just a little north of us. We could use some culture. We're, we've got way too many of one culture in this yeah. area. <laughs> I'll tell a fun story real quick. Yes. I don't know. Maybe I'll cut it out. But when mm. I was a teenager, 
uh, I was a criminal, essentially. Oh, nice. Um, and me and some friends who all I don't associate with them anymore is this guy named Turtle and a guy named JR. Turtle, why is there always one person in the group of friends that has a weird ass <laughs> fucking nickname? We had one that was named Hippo. What the fuck? I don't know. There's always one weird guy. Yeah. Well, Turtle, JR, and I, uh, we just did bad stuff. We stole things, we lit shit on fire. Um, young boys are often just fucking criminals. Yeah. Just remember that. So th- we one time were on an adventure in JR's truck and uh, getting some gas, and this uh, black gentleman approached us and said, hey, boys, give me a ride to Ogden. And we're like, oh, that sounds like a weird time. Okay. <laughs> and it was a truck, so we couldn't put him in the cab. So him and his wife, who I'm pretty sure was on drugs and didn't interact with us at all, uh, he and his wife sat in the in the bed of the truck, and he – well, he introduced himself as Kokomoka Brown. Okay. And Kokomoka sat in the bed of the truck with the window open and just shouted – just insane stories at us, and uh, on the freeway would stand up and wave anytime there was a police officer, and then, then he'd bump his head in the truck and be like, oh, the cops know me. I'm Kokomoka Brown, bitch. <laughs> we drove him into a very shady area of Ogden where, you know, three white suburban kids who feel tough because we steal things yeah. were met with the real shit, and Kokomoka showed us his apartment that was terrifying mm. and we ran away once we were in this shitty area yeah. of ogden we were like yeah we're gonna get stabbed i'm gonna go back to church yeah <laughs> <laughs> kokomoga i mean he seems like he was actually kind of a like a cool guy yeah um just a little odd yeah kokomoka uh, call yourself kokomoka brown you got some character yeah and that that was our introduction to ghettos of Utah, which people probably don't realize is a thing, but it it is. Yeah, I've been there. Yeah, uh, fun, strange and scary. That's a weird adventure too. You're just like, yeah, we'll do it. Sure, sure. It's like a 45 minute drive. But you didn't tell me your name. Oh, my name is uh, the the Duke of Earl Sweatshirt. <laughs> the Duke of Earl Sweatshirt. Did uh-huh. you invent the uh, sweatshirt? Yes, I'm gonna love you. Wait, what is that from? Nothing can stop me now. Is this like a... Because I'm the Duke of Earl. Who's that? Who sings That's that? Me. That's me. You sing I, that? I was singing that. So you're you're oh, known so... for the song, not making sweatshirts. That's an old R&B song. Oh. But Earl Sweatshirt is also a rapper. Sweat. Shirt. Oh, is that, how that, is that how he says it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he says sweat, sweat, shirt, shirt. Good God, I'm so white. I don't know anything. Get up off the pavement, brush the dirt up off my psyche. Psyche. <laughs> I'm a big fan. Nice. Yep. Well, thanks, Duke. That was a fun adventure uh, story. Yeah. I had some weird times when I was a kid. Mm. Did weird shit. It's funny because at that time I was dating a very uh, Christian, like, well-to-do suburban white girl. And you were stealing shit from her? Yeah, like in the daytime, in the summer. You know, we're holding hands and going to the mall. And Aww. then at night, because she has a curfew, I go out and commit crimes. <laughs> like, seriously, I don't want to incriminate myself. But yeah, we did some shit, man. This like, sounds like... felonious. I'm glad I never got caught. <laughs> it sounds almost like the opposite of, like, a superhero. You're like, during the day, I'm a normal average guy. But when night comes, <laughs> right. you're the guy that the superheroes have to go fight after they're doing their day job. And like, ah, I got to go do... Ah, fuck. It's just a punk kid. Just, <laughs> God, man. We used to just walk into Target, and you take the security thing off the CDs. Yeah. You just put it in your pants and leave. 
And that's like small, but then do it like over and over and over again. And as an adult, I've looked up, I've calculated, I think, the, the thousands of, money. of dollars. How much? Oh, in the thousands for sure. Oh, boy. Because we would steal all kinds of shit and uh, break cars and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, I should have been in jail. I never did any of that stuff. Like, I I think my, my stealing days of stealing stuff all resulted from, like, oh, man, I got to be careful what I say, too. But mine was all I feel, I'm sure everybody feels justified, but mine was, like, yeah. I got ripped off, so I ripped them back off. Fuck that guy. Like, I didn't just go into a store and was like, I'm oh going to grab this. It was, like, places that I might have how do I say this without incriminating myself? Might have worked and then There's, got like, oh, you don't get your bonus because of something that has nothing to do with you. And I was right. like, oh, I'm going to get my bonus. Don't worry. <laughs> don't You don't have to worry about that. Nah, I'll figure that out. Yeah. Hey, maybe go fuck yourself. As my boss is not doing anything and he gets a big fat bonus, I'm like, oh, okay. Interesting. I wonder if I should bonus my way into this. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. I was also younger. I was a teenager. So, I mean, like. Yeah, this was all when I was not, when I, not as an adult at all. I got over that, but uh, yeah. yeah, we did some shady fucking stuff, man. That's funny. There was one guy, I'm not going to say any names, we called him Chicken Fucker. What the hell? Um, Didn't like Chicken Fucker. We committed serious crimes Hold against on, this isn't fucker. his actual nickname. You're calling him this so that way you don't say his real name? Or... No, that was his nickname that we gave him. How the fuck? <laughs> we just called him Chicken Fucker. Is it because he... Okay, go on. I'm not even going to ask. Were, there were accusations of uh, sexual assault. From Chicken Fucker against some of our female friends. Oh. So we were evening not, the score okay. in, in our minds. Right. Uh, yeah, Chicken Fucker. I hope, I hope he regretted the things that he was accused of doing. Accused? <laughs> he might not have even done it. But I don't like, know. Hope I was regret- like 15. What the fuck do we know? That'd be funny if he didn't do it, but he did still regret the things he didn't do. He's like, God damn it. It's every time I touch myself at night, these people fuck up my car. <laughs> Oh, Is that man. what you did? Yeah, I could give you stories on stories, man. We did messed up shit. Oh. You know, you know when you were a hooligan, hardcore man. You know when you flatten a tire because the uh, I don't know what that's called. The switchblade just pops out of your pocket and hits the tire. Too. Yeah, we didn't slash any because that's more recordable. What you do is you take the cap off and you shove a little pebble into the valve, right? And it just leaks itself out, and you shove the rock in there so it can't really be removed without destroying the valve and you put the screw back on that i'm really upset that i just said that out loud (laughs) 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 i'm a terrible i hope he's a listener and he's like that that's who's been what the fuck all these it was him the whole time hey you know what find me i'm the i'm the duke of earl sweatshirts i'm gonna find you find me bitch i'll lower your tires again (laughs) spray paint your house again yeah. Bring it. West Side Bountiful, bitch. <laughs> West Side. Oh, <laughs> Where the, the white kids go. The whitest, richer area of Jesus not... fuck, man. We did some messed up stuff. Yeah. Well, I did just want to real quick, uh, I just want to remind everybody that uh, Woody Allen is a pedophile. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I forgot for a second. Yeah, I don't want anyone to forget that. Thanks. Um, also, Annie Hall sucks. And Woody Allen is a sniveling little shit stain. And uh, I just want to keep that in the ether. Yeah. It feels like it's, it's not talked away. about. Yeah, we need to keep talking about it. Yeah. Um, okay, full disclosure. I have Woody Allen in my basement. <laughs> I haven't decided what to do about it. How did you get him? Did you find him? Just like wandering eh. around? No, I, you know. You I'm... prostituted yourself as a 12-year-old, didn't you? It was it was stupidly easy. 
All, <laughs> all I had to do was shave my beard. And you're like, and and put a lollipop in my mouth. Be like, Mr. Allen, I love your movies. And he bought it. Just took the bait. Hook, line, and sinker. And now took he's tied candy. up to one of the uh, concrete bars, part of the foundation of my basement. And I'm trying to decide what to do. I spent most of today screaming at him about how shitty Annie Hall is mm-hmm. and how it's fucking overrated. And uh, I haven't decided what to do. I want to take some listener feedback. Can I give some, a little bit of feedback? Yeah. I'm not saying he doesn't deserve this, but it sure. this shirt sounds like some it puts its lotion on the skin or it gets the hose again kind of shit. You're not wrong. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> uh, which is why I'm asking for help here. Because oh. I can't just let him go. Right. That 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 would be the crime. Well, listeners, go ahead and send in your emails or your comments about what... What the Duke of Earl? What the Duke should do? Sweat shirt. And you know what? I'll take anything. Give should him a do. give him a sandwich. Let him go. Cut his balls off. You tell me. Yeah. This is an interactive platform. Until then, he stays there. So you better he comment. Stays. <laughs> Until I get enough feedback uh, to have a consensus. All right. Well, I've got a fun fact of the day, real quick. Sweet. All right. Well, this one's a kind of a short one. We've had a nice, good, long intro, so I'll keep it short. So in 1923, jockey Frank Hayes won a race at Belmont Park in New York despite being dead. Uh, Yeah, he suffered a heart attack mid-race, but his body stayed on the saddle and crossed the line, and he actually won as an outside victor. Like, it was a 20-to-1 odds of him winning. He was like, he won the whole race. Yeah, so he. I mean, when you when you're twenty to one odds, I assume that means because you your horse hasn't won in a long time, so you oh, that's you're true, betting yeah. on the horse, you know, the underdog, right? right. You got a bigger payout if if that one wins, but not likely they're gonna win. That means he's underdog because he had heart condition. It means he's a better racer when he's dead than when he's alive. <laughs> the dudes who are behind him kicking their horse, yeah. and his horse is like, he's finally not kicking me. I'll just win this real quick. <laughs> he's like, oh, thank God I can go for once. God, this stupid, heavy piece of shit on my back. Yeah, but that guy died mid-race and won it. What's his name? His name is... Sorry. No, you're good. Jockey Frank Hayes. Frank Hayes, the jockey. Yeah. Wild. Yeah, Frank Hayes, the jockey. Hey, I mean, you know, good for winners. Well, uh, I mean, it's a bummer he didn't get a, like, or a his, prize or anything. That's true, the second place. <laughs> held his arm up, but he's just kind of limp there. His, Winner! Do you think his like support team did a whole uh, Weekend at Bernie's thing? Like, hey, uh, he was just taking a nap. (laughs) Tie their arms to their arms and go up there and wave around. Hello, I won the race. And like, it's not. I speak for him. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. Got sunglasses on. (laughs) (laughs) And they put sunglasses on the horse. They're like, that's just a thing. Yeah, they're they're buddies. That's what he he does. (laughs) Can we have the money now? Or yeah. And they just his hand just comes out like I'll take the money now. It's clear that you can see like strings and ropes and stuff. That would be a better weekend at Bernie's movie if it was less about like partying with the chicks and it's more <laughs> like a jockey race. It's been so long since I've seen that movie, and I'm thinking back to it. And even though I haven't seen it, I kind of feel like it probably doesn't hold up. And then I'm now wondering, they made two of those. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit! Can you imagine the paycheck the actor who played Bernie like? <laughs> he had to just he had to just play dead, just, like, just limp. And when he gets home, he gets his check, and he's just... <laughs> the easiest acting job I've ever done. Greatest. Yeah. I'm just going to keep doing this. And he's still... He has, like, a, a play on Broadway where he just sits in the chair limp. 
for an hour and a half. People pay money and watch that. Like, oh, it's just like the movie. Oh my gosh, look, he's not responding. Is he really dead? Wow, he's really good. I can't tell. <laughs> One of the dates he's going to die, and then we'll know. <laughs> it's going to be weird. He's going to win the race. Fight. Something smells bad. What we, is that? We better write him a check. <laughs> well, that's, that's gone so far. <laughs> well, are you ready to I'm start the ready. episode? Yeah. All right. Uh, we're doing Earl. <clears throat> Earl of Sandwich, who is actually named uh, John Montague. John Montague. Now, this is weird because Montague, yeah. I instantly think of Shakespeare. Juliet, Rom- Romeo and Juliet? Fair, yeah. Montague. So is that is it, that's real. That's, he's part of the, the family of Montague? Yeah, I mean, I know, you know Shakespeare's from England, and John Montague's from England. So I think the Montagues were like a family over there. See, I always thought they were fictional. I thought the Montague and the... Well, the Capulets are. Capulet. Oh, they are fictional? Yeah, I looked into that. The Capulet... Capulet is not a real... They made it up. Surname. He, he, Shakespeare made it up. Yeah, artistic license, I guess. I thought about doing Shakespeare, but it's too messy. Well, I don't think people fucking know who the... That's why it's too messy. Is. What is it? Like Francis Bacon and a bunch of other people are like, like that's Prince probably of... Shakespeare. Yeah. There's like five people it could be. That doesn't make sense to my brain. Which is weird because... Yeah, you would think because it, he was like making plays and shit. You'd yeah. think somebody would write down his fucking name once. Yeah. Well, I feel like I, I feel like it's one of those things where his name is probably the guy who everyone first thought it was, but yeah. there's a whole bunch of like conspiracies that it's like these other people. I don't know. I could be wrong. I don't know what I'm talking about. Well, and what's weird is you know he wasn't as successful at the time as he is now, like revered, but yeah. clearly. Had some following who I mean, why didn't put on plays. write down his fucking real name once. Someone's like, this is a great play. I'm never going to remember this guy. See never you later. Gonna, never going to remember. This Hamlet shit really touched me, but eh, I'm just going to forget it. <laughs> eh, fuck it. Someone wrote it down long enough for it to get passed around. Yeah. And there's even uh, rumors that Shakespeare might have even helped translate parts of the Bible and put his <sighs> own name in there somehow, which I think is might be a little bit. I don't know. Every verse of the Bible is in acrostics that just says Shakespeare's cool. That'd be like the most genius way to like. That'd be so awesome. <laughs> just like you can always trace it back and be like, Shakespeare, Shakespeare's cool, Shakespeare's the best. Has anyone noticed this? This is wild. I don't think there's any actual messages in here. I think these are all just ways to say how cool Shakespeare is. These are all jokes about how funny <laughs> this guy thinks he is. <laughs> dick jokes. He liked dick jokes. He did like dick jokes. We I like dick jokes. Definitely read the Bible if that was the case. Yeah, I don't think there's a lot of dick jokes there. Yeah, I think culturally and artistically, we are on the Shakespeare level Yeah, in love of dick jokes and quality. So I think that's fair to say. And probably art. Oh, definitely. We're very artistic. Yeah. Most of our episodes are just a recreation of, of uh, you know, King Richard or... Yeah. Or what's... We hide our intelligence underneath the dick jokes. That's what Shakes- Shakespeare did. Yeah. Shakespeare's. That's what people call them. Do you think anyone's going to buy this? They are all buying it. Good. I believe that. That's because it's true. They don't know shit. That's why they listen to this show. <laughs> well, they got to learn some stuff. That's what we're checking in for. I, I got to learn some stuff, too. <laughs> all right. Well, okay, so we're doing the Duke. John Montague. Yeah. Duke of uh, Sandwich. So did he get Duke called? Duke of Earl Sandwich. Did he get called that while he was alive, the Duke yeah. of Earl Sandwich? Mm-hmm. Well, that's funny. So he was born either November 3rd. Third or thirteenth. That's weird. That's a pretty different. One of them is age. real, and the other one was faked. And different resources say different things. So I'm just gonna say it's both. He was born on both days. Wow. It, but on seventeen eighteen. Okay. So this is yeah. Wow. This Long is much earlier than our most of our 
people. Yeah, this is uh, yeah, considerably. He doesn't even really break into much of uh, any modern shit. Nice. He just ate a bunch of sandwiches. And we thank him for that. We're going to detail all of them. I'm so happy. So there was the Monte Cristo and the Reuben and the Sloppy Joe. He ate all of them. Did he name them cool names? Like, this is the Count of Monte Cristo sandwich. I fucking wish. That'd be cool. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> like Bob's Burgers, how he names all his burgers. <laughs> There's some wild shit. Yeah. I love Bob. Uh, well, he is the oldest son of Edward Richard Montague, who was the Viscount of Hitchinbroke. Because everybody in England that has any royalty has a cool, long-ass name. Yeah. His mom is Elizabeth Popham, who's the daughter of Alexander Popham of Littlecote in Wiltshire. Littlecote. I don't know. Fat guy in a little coat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, we're doing Chris Farley sh- soon. Yeah. Um, he is also the grandson of the third Earl of Sandwich, so he inherited that title. So earldom and lordship is like a, it's like a lower level uh, royalty in England. Okay. Usually based on areas. Sandwich is actually a town. What? In Kent County, uh, England, south southeast England. So the word sandwich already existed before he invented the word. It's a the, town. The yeah. Food. The the like the old derivation of sandwich means. Uh, I wrote it down. I think it just means like little town hmm. on sandy soil. Well, okay. Little market town, I think is what it means. Cool. Which is weird. Yeah. Yeah, because like the old derivation means town, and we're like, I'm going to eat this old sandy town for lunch today. Yeah. <laughs> Do that. <laughs> doesn't sound very tasty. Well, Sandwich is actually a pretty historical little place. Like it still has like a small rural population now, but it's got a bunch of like castles and uh, – uh, buildings of all kinds of historical import that you can go check out if you want to go over there. Do they serve sam- sandwiches there? I think they hella send. Yeah, yeah. I think they do that. If That'd be weird if you got them like, God, not another one. No, we don't, okay? Like, they only have gyros here? What the <laughs> fuck is that about? <laughs> the gyros and burritos. Um, well, it's actually like a famous historical port that goes all the way back to like Roman times. Because there was a channel that ran through it called the Watson Channel. So Sandwich used to be right on the water. So it was like a famous port. And due to some like uh, pollution and shit during the Middle Ages, the channel fucking dried up. And Sandwich is now like two miles away from the ocean. Oh, shit. So that's sort of a weird thing that happened. Yeah. It's funny. Like everything I found, it just said uh, they had some drainage problems and dam problems and silt problems. And I'm like. You guys polluted the shit out of it, didn't you? <laughs> Until <laughs> yeah. it dried up. Yeah, that's what you did. So, Sandwich is not on the ocean now, but it used to be. Uh, well, John had a younger brother named William. He was the only sibling I could prove existed, and he's never mentioned again. Awesome. So, There's he has that. a brother. That's it. Well, his dad died uh, when he was four, and his mom left and got remarried and just wasn't interested in John. So she left. <laughs> so he's just an orphan, essentially? I don't think he's all that pleasant to be around. You know, be like, even a four-year-old. Shitty kid. You're a terrible Keeps, sandwich. Poops his pants. Yeah. Nobody likes it. You like you like putting onion and cheese with lamb on it and ketchup. I don't like you. Yeah. You're weird. It's white bread. I'm gonna, little shit. I'm going to get remarried. <laughs> so he was raised by his grandparents, which actually works out good for him because his grandpa was the third Earl of Sandwich. And so that means that he is therefore inheriting the sandwich 
position name the, the earl of sandwich yeah because when you're an earl you're like that lower level royalty over that physical place oh man i'm trying to picture like when like they get with a lady and the ladies are like dude i went over to uh went to some dukes man i'm getting up to like i'm getting up to some high status like what like who like i'm fucking the sandwiches man fucking the sandwiches <laughs> like, dude oh that's gross Ugh. doesn't the bread get soggy yeah it yes does. it does <laughs> But you put the meat in the bread. You let it get soggy. Uh, and you put it in your mouth. <laughs> uh, well, apparently his grandfather was a dick. And even though you're like lower royalty, they still had some like money reserves. But they guess they burned through it. So by the time he was 11, his grandpa died. So he is now Earl of Sandwich at 11. And his family's broke. Nice. So they fucked that up. It's a bummer. Well, he ended up attending Eton College, which I'm probably saying wrong. It's probably Eton College, maybe. We've got some uh, knackers in the breeze. We'll help fix some of these for yeah. us. Ryan, help us out. Ryan can clarify all this shit. I mean, you guys are going to know that, but we will. Yeah, well, <laughs> he'll tell me. We'll get some emails or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Ryan at Knackers in the Breeze. Yeah, Ryan will reach out to Cosmo and we'll clarify this. Right. If it's egregious throughout the episode, we'll... We'll say that later. Like, oh, we fucked up this and this and this and this. Just Earl pronunciation. Sandwich, not the real, he's not even a fucking real guy, but Ryan had to point that out. At the time, it's not even sandwich. It's actually pronounced... Sanguish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the Earl of Sanguish went to <laughs> Eton College, which is an all-boys school founded in 1440 by Henry VI, the king at the time. Yeah. And he studied Latin and Greek. And then in 1735, when he's 17, he ends up going to Trinity College, Cambridge, which is still a fucking thing over there. Oh, nice. Because they have a ridiculous long history, which is just funny as an American where we're like, this building is 50 years old. And someone's like, 50? Goddamn. And everyone just claps absentmindedly like, holy shit. How is it still standing? I don't get it. Like, me and Jackie Robinson know about this building. <laughs> and yet, in England, they got shit They were like... Yeah, man, it's a fucking Henry VIII put, like, hung out here and fucked some chicks. Yeah. Like, fuck, dude. Well, uh, Trinity College in Cambridge was actually founded by Henry VIII, like the Henry VIII, oh. from the uh, song fame. I'm Henry VIII, I am. I am, I am. Henry VIII, I am, I am. <laughs> I got married to the widow next door. <laughs> and uh, John, or Sandwich, as I'm going to call him, did not graduate. What? Why not? I don't know. He seems like a little bit of a shit. Because at 20, like entitled kids are, are you know, want to do, he just traveled around. Uh, France, Italy, Greece, Portugal, Malta, Turkey, Egypt, all over the fucking place. Yeah. Which I guess was like a thing back then for rich, entitled boys to do, and they I... called it the Grand Tour. Oh, I think like over in Europe, it's pretty common to tour around. I could be wrong, but whenever I hear about Europe and people like... Whoever, who, either they live there or you go and visit there, you usually hit up a lot of places. Not like, you know, in the United States, is kind of like, I went to these other states usually. I went to Idaho. It doesn't really, yeah, it doesn't really feel like you've <laughs> gone anywhere else really most of the time no. unless you hit up like somewhere big like New York or well, California. But. Yeah, because there's so much like cultural differences in history in England or sorry, in Europe where you can like, I think the physical different distance from England to like Greece where you can learn all this crazy shit is the difference for us in like Ohio, like, <laughs> yeah, I guess I could go to Ohio. That's sweet. If I felt like it. Mm. It's crazy. America's fucking huge. Yeah. Like seriously, if I were to take a train 
to Florida is the same as taking a train in France to like fucking the middle of Russia. Yeah. That's nuts. So I guess I get it. Yeah. Hop around, lots of cultures, bunch of different sandwiches, I bet. Oh, shit, yeah. Oh, I would love a good traditional Italian sandwich right now. Some peppers. We got to stop and get another sandwich again. Yeah, we're going to pause again. Sandwich number two on people time. All right, we're back from our second sandwich. That was tasty. Mm, I had Genoa salami and shit on it. Mm. It's all greasy. <laughs> Ooh. I fucking smell sandwiches. <laughs> I hope you're eating a sandwich right now, listener. You should. You listen to us on your lunch break and just whatever. Put something in between bread. Anything. It doesn't matter. Put your shoe in there. That's technically a sandwich. <laughs> you know, you're into that. Well, Sandwich, uh, on his travels, uh, brought back some coins and archaeological shit. I couldn't find out what it was. He also brought back a large marble tablet. Oh, um, like a uh, digital tablet? Yeah, it's the same as, like, it was an Apple. Like it was an, an early, early Apple right. product. Um, he did ultimately jerk off on it to summon the demon uh, Talila Tequilium, mm-hmm. uh, which haunted Europe thereafter. And would later meet Jack Parsons. Yes. This demon is very renowned and goes by many names. Mm-hmm. Look out. It currently has a YouTube channel. <laughs> you don't, don't look it up. Don't. Don't look it up. Um... But he was awarded a fellow of the Royal Society for bringing back all this shit, which in England, I don't know if it's still current, but that's like something they give people for contributing to art and sciences. So he went to other places, stole a bunch of shit, brought it back, and they're like, good job. Yeah. <laughs> that's, you know, Indiana Jones is just a thief. Yeah. So, so is Sandwich. <laughs> England was like, great job. Thanks for the shit. Yeah. We're going to put it in a back room. Like, Cool. I'm important. Yeah. Yes. Um, well, now that he's back in England, he takes his official place in the House of Lords as the fourth Earl of Sandwich. Uh, and the House of Lords is just like a lower level of parliament. Oh. So it's not like... I mean, I think House of Lords is like the parliament, but I think being fourth Earl of Sandwich, that's your lower level kind yeah. of fucking guy. Yeah. Um, but it's not the fun kind of parliament where you're like, you know... If you hear any noise, that's just me and the boys. Get down. I don't know if everyone's going to get that reference. I don't. That's okay. But I danced with you while you sang. Make my funk the P-Funk. I wants to get fucked up. Or funked up. Oh. Yeah, I fucked up the lyric. That's parlin. That That's what Earl's doing. Okay. He's fucking with George Clinton and uh and all those people in the... In the P-Funk era. And then later, he goes back to being a, a duke. In 1740-ish, he marries Dorothy Fane, who is the, the, the daughter of the first Viscount Charles Fane. Uh, they have a bunch of kids, but only one of them makes it into the history books. His name is John, and John just becomes fifth Earl of Sandwich. Oh. The only historical kid of his that I could find from Dorothy. Okay. Dorothy uh, has a bunch of mental illnesses and shit, and she kind of dies early in when Sandwich is in his 40s. Just throwing that in there. So that's his wife? And Dorothy. She, and she died. Yeah, she dies early. Um, well, given a bit of uh, physical explanation here, Sandwich is said to look and walk awkward. Sort of <laughs> half 
bent over, sort of thin and tired looking. How old is he at this point? Uh, well, this is just his general life. Oh, he's uh, just... At this point, he's in his 20s, but just to give you an idea of him physically, he sort of has this weird, large, wobbling gait. Okay. One quote I found described it as, uh, I am sure it is Lord Sandwich, for if you observe, he's walking down both sides of the street at once. Which <laughs> <laughs> I guess he's just fucking weird. Yeah. It kind of sounds almost like a fat joke. <laughs> You're so big, you walk down both sides of the street. <laughs> he's like, I take offense to that, sir. <laughs> we must do I it. like my sandwiches. What do you want? <laughs> That's They're true. delicious. What is this invention you speak of, sir? And then, and then they brought it to America, and we all got fat. Yeah, it turned into the hamburger. Yeah. And now we all die early of diabetes. But man, is it delicious. Hey, not diabetes. Don't, uh, yeah. don't eat diabetes. You can avoid it. Diabetes. Wilford Brimley was uh, wrong. Diabetes is awesome, <laughs> as long as it's fed from hamburgers. <laughs> Which My poor father has diabetes. My mom does. Yeah, that's... Uh, I'm probably going to get it. I have a bit of a sweet tooth. Yeah, yeah. My People mom. are like, what would you like on your pizza? I'm like, do you have candy? And they're like, what? <laughs> Jolly Ranchers, please. Yeah, any sugar you can just dump on there? Just put a pound of uh, sugar on there, Jolly Ranchers, and Laffy Taffy. And then please. remove the pizza. Thanks. Actually, I don't care for the, yeah. Just, you just have a bag of candy. Yeah. And they just, yeah. And it comes in here every Thursday. I need a shot, an insulin shot to go along with it, please. You're just sitting in your car, just insulin shot. Four Jolly Ranchers, insulin shot, four it, Jolly Ranchers. It's out of your fucking mind. I was about to say, it looks like a drug. Woo! Like, someone comes up and I got my arm wrapped up in a sling and I've got the shot going. I'm like, here comes the sugar, yeah. baby. It's coming soon. <laughs> I can feel And I just start gorging myself on candy. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't know how the rest of the world deals with that, but diabetes is a thing around here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think in Utah, especially. Yeah, probably. Love the root beer and the mayonnaise. I hate mayonnaise. A lot of. Uh, Church people just mix root beer and mayonnaise together in a blender, and they just drink it on a yeah. Saturday afternoon. Now the world knows that. I released the secrets. Yep. People time exclusive. The Mormons are injecting mayonnaise directly into their veins. Yep. I don't know. That's their call. That's not my <laughs> life. Well, uh, there's a guy named the Duke of Bedford who is a higher lord in the House of Lords, and uh, Sandwich sort of attaches himself to Bedford. Is like, a, I'm a lower guy. Bedford's a higher guy. I'll just uh, hang out with him. And I appear to be more higher status. Yeah, more sandwichy. Mm. And Bedford does appoint him as uh, the captain of the Duke's military regiment of foot, which is a hilarious English way of saying infantry. <laughs> <laughs> regiment of foot. <laughs> That makes me think of Ninja Turtles, the foot. Yeah. I guess that's the same kind of thing. Um, and uh, the infantry is like, <clears throat> this is the same infantry. Uh, Bedford's regiment of foot ends up fighting like in the Revolutionary War and the Napoleonic Wars and all that shit. Oh. But his role in the military, like, physically is disputed. It could be more ceremonial just because he's like a duke. They watched him walk around like, you can't walk into the battlefield walking like, like that. I'm important. No. Yeah. <laughs> like, you need to leave. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, uh, well, by the time of his death, he does raise the ranks in the military till he dies as a general, uh, Sandwich does. But again, I'm saying, you know, 
how much like you just spend time in the English military as a royal, they just give you shit. Yeah, like here's a medal. There you go. You're, you're a general now. You're a colonel now. You're <laughs> admiral now. You're a general now. And he's like, yes, I am, because I'm the Earl of Sandwich. And they just come to his house and drop it off. He's like, huh, what? Oh, yeah, sure, thanks. Thank you. Well, uh, Bedford, uh, often absent due to both being a spoiled little bitch and living in his cottage, or, like, doing war shit, Sandwich sort of took over the command of the Admiralty, like the Navy. What? He took a huge interest in the Admiralty and the Navy, and he advocated for it a bunch in his lower levels. So wait, did he take up the position of actually being overall Navy? Yeah, he's Lord Admiralty twice. What? That's like Winston Churchill like Winston shit. Ma- he was twice, right? Yeah. yeah. So at least once. That's a thing in England. They just move your position. Like we talked about with Winston, they just do that. You're like, you're a nobody. You're a general. Now you're commanding everything. Yeah. And then now we hate you. Yeah. And now you're just... homeless. And then... and then you come back again because like, we don't ever want to see you again except for in a couple of years and come back and do it again. Yeah. And then they're like, okay, now we need you to be in charge of Ireland. Like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, England's weird. Well, uh, Sandwich, now that he's sort of running the Navy, he appoints a guy, na- a guy named Lord George Anson to assist in overseeing the Navy and fixing a lot of problems. I guess the this Royal Navy that we kind of think about is like, because this is English Navy like during, like right up to the Revolutionary War. Okay. This is kind of like the English Empire at one of its heights. And we think of their navy as this amazing monster. Yeah, it wasn't supposed to be like the best in the world at the time? I think it was, but it also had a lot of goddamn problems. Like, they had a shortage of everything, like supplies, and the boats were all fucked and yeah. garbage. Yeah, I mean, and... 1700, so exactly. I, mean, also, <laughs> yeah. I don't think too highly of <laughs> Well, and... Uh, We've got ten boats that float and three that don't. And the whole world is like... Holy shit. We only have one boat, and it doesn't float. They could take over the whole fucking world. <laughs> we need more of these floaty things. <laughs> um, well, yeah, it's it's. Uh, I guess it's pretty dismal. He he puts George Anson in charge of, like, physically, like, fix this. This is bad. Mm. And it actually leads to something called the Consolidation Act of 1749, in which the whole Royal Navy is, is overhauled and reorganized. We're like... We're supposed to be the greatest of all time, and we're kind of sucking balls. Yeah. And uh, uh, it's often this, like, act to make the Royal Navy better is attributed to Sandwich, even though it was probably really the guy he appointed, George Anson. Yeah. Historians are like, I think Anson was on the ground, hands, doing the thing, and Sandwich was just, like, in a building, like, signing shit, like, Yeah. This was my idea. Look at this. I'm (laughs) so great. Well, in 1751, uh, Duke Bedford pissed off a bunch of other dukes in the parliament and got himself he got to the point where the king was like you need to um leave what wait wait does it say what he did no it was more like rumor shit and i don't know if it's political or he was just an asshole but he got to the point where he was going to be dismissed or leave and he left which because sandwich was his guy that means sandwich is out too oh shit yeah and anson um and for a few years, Sandwich just kind of faffs around doing nothing in his big royal house, being a royal guy. Yeah. Until 1751, he's appointed the vice treasurer to Ireland. Because, yeah. <laughs> again, they just hand out posts over there. Zombie, zombie, <laughs> zombie, hey, 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 hey. What's in your hand? A what? sandwich. 
That didn't make any sense with the melody. I'm sorry. I'll still take it because that, I bet an Irish sandwich is pretty good. Oh, shit, yeah. I bet they pour whiskey on it. <laughs> That's it. Mm. And potatoes. Potatoes and just old pork. And then <laughs> pour whiskey on it. Just eat it. I'd fuck with that right now. Right now. Oh, do we need to take a third break? We're taking a third break for an Irish sandwich. Hmm. <laughs> Which is not a real sandwich. We just made a fictional one. But yeah. we're going to go do it. We're going to put that, whiskey That just means on. Cosmo is going to eat a potato sandwich and I'm going to chug whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> and when we come back... So welcome back. <laughs> <clears throat> What? Uh, so, <clears throat> um, I'm too full and you're too drunk. I had an uncle that touched me once. <laughs> this is where it's coming out, huh? Okay. I gotta get it out there. <laughs> Fuck you, Josh! <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> I still think about it. Oh, man. I need to take a break to have a coffee sandwich. This might be a little bit too. Uh, we might not. We might not be able to use that. There's gonna be someone that's actually got in touch, and they'll be like, "They're making a joke of it." Ah. Oh, yeah, being touched is not funny. Yeah. Sorry about that. Anyways, well, I guess he kicks so much ass being the vice treasurer to Ireland that uh, the king appoints him first Lord of Admiralty again. There it is. Second time. Second time. Jesus. I guess in England, <clears throat> have a cool name. They just give you shit. And then they take it away, and they give it back. <laughs> I was going to say, like, like, we've talked about this on Winston Churchill. It's like, that doesn't happen in America. Like, you fuck up once pretty bad, and then you're like, get out of here. Don't ever come back again. It's so much so that if you were in some sort of, you know, political spot, yeah. political position, that uh, if if you're no longer in that, they don't even let your wife join in afterwards. It goes down the, it goes down the family. <laughs> we don't, your name is associated with shit. Yeah. I think of like, uh, Anthony Weiner. He was like, people were like, he's the next president. Who's Anthony Weiner? He was some Senator Congressman who found out was like hitting on girl, like underage girls on, on the oh, line. Oh boy. But once we found that all out, cause he sent like a picture of a girl, his dick, his wiener, his, it was his wiener. Yeah. I thought it makes so many jokes. Now I feel bad, though, because he was doing this. But okay. Yeah, Anthony Weiner shared his wiener to underage girls, and now he is a nobody because in America we're like, eh, maybe go fuck yourself now. His, but yeah. Sandwich could have fucked whoever he wanted because he's the Earl. So they're going to keep throwing shit at him. <laughs> yeah, and it's the 1700s. You do that stuff. You send dick pics in the 1700s. They don't care. Nobody no, cares. They don't give a fuck. I mean, their internet connection was so slow. Anyway, they were just impressed. <laughs> I was about to say, their dick pics at the time were just his drawing of it, just like goes off the page and you just <laughs> mail that. It's 18 feet long. <laughs> and they're like, this is real. Yeah, he's like, that's, that's life size. And all the underage girls were like, well, I'm kind of impressed, even though this is legal and weird. <laughs> yeah. Maybe when I turn 18, I'll hit up the, the sandwich. Yeah. And we'll make one. A sandwich? A sandwich. <laughs> yeah. With our, with our genitals. Oh. Yeah. I just sexualize underage kids. I don't. You know, you waited till they were eighteen. I heard oh, it. Oh, that's true. I did. Yeah. I'm still gonna blame the the Irish sandwich for that. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yeah. I mean, he's in charge of the navy full time now. Before it was an appointment from Bedford. Now he's the fucking guy. Okay. Who's in charge of the navy? Um, and it's around this time that it is reported that he was fucking a bunch of ladies. Nice. So I guess I don't know. It's like well, so his wife is dying. Oh, she's not dead yet. Not quite. That's she is still ill. A bit of a bummer then. Because he's in his late 30s, 40s now, and uh, his wife has a lot of, like, all I could find was that they said mental illness and physical illnesses, and I don't, I don't know. 
Okay. But she was put into a facility um, that he put her in, and during this time while his wife's dying, he he's just... it up. He just went to fucking town. He ended up meeting... She's a, got typhoid. He's like, woo! <laughs> <laughs> Typhoid's sexy. It looks like a sandwich. <laughs> well, he met a girl named Martha May, and Martha May is a, a somewhat, at the time, famous singer. And Martha May is his new mistress. And Martha is also 16. And he is in his late 30s. She's 16? 16. Yikes. And she moves in and is like his mistress now. And this is sort of only sub-known publicly. Hmm. And as much as we did talk shit on the 1700s being different, they weren't cool with that. Oh, really? No. Too too young to be a mistress. See, I think it's 1700s and I think like, yeah, people are marrying 12-year-olds, whatever. Yeah, I think... Maybe in America, because we're kind of backwoods. But I think in England, yeah. they were still like, we still have fucking standards. <laughs> yeah. You can't fucking kid. You can't dude. be like Americans. Don't do that. That's why we're trying to kill them. <laughs> <laughs> we're trying to, like, control them, and they're resisting. Like, just don't fuck kids. This colony is good for you. You fuck kids. I'm like, Leave us alone. We want to do what we want to do. Fuck all the kids. Get out. <laughs> That's what the Revolutionary War was about. Yeah. See, well, I didn't know that. See, you learn something new on people's time. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> well, he is also reported as part of a group called the Hellfire Club. That uh, just sounds cool. It sounds like a biker gang. It does sound badass. It's also the name of a rap group if you want to check into that. Really? Yeah, I'm always going to talk about rap because I'm a nerd. But Yeah, you are a nerd. Hellfire Club is uh, uh, Milo, Open Mike Eagle, and Bus Driver if you're into that. I'm so hungry, man. I could eat the rich. Eat, eat, eat the rich. This seems to actually kind of go along with. I love Hellfire Club. Eating sandwiches, rich. Yeah. Yeah. But Hellfire Club back then, yeah, we should eat a rich person sandwich. Mm. God, I would love to eat the rich. <sighs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Party, party warfare, man. Party warfare. Or class warfare, sorry. Yeah. Class warfare. It's, co- it's coming, everybody. <laughs> it's coming. We're going to get your sandwiches. <laughs> People time exclusive. <laughs> well, he's part of this group, and it is like a eyes wide shut type of debauchery rich people group. Oh. And okay. it's also called the Brotherhood of Mendenham, which you can look up. This is all real. Uh, they would like assemble in caves. Caves? Why wouldn't they just do it in one of their big-ass houses? I don't know. I think that's like an Illuminati thing. It's like... Where you're like, I have to be secluded. Secrets. In yeah. And I everyone know. drop your keys in the basket when you come into the cave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And there's some guy at the front who's like, I just take the keys. I wish I could go inside. <laughs> Fuck these royals. Um, but they would, like, I mean, wear masks and fuck prostitutes dressed as nuns. Huh, why, that's just... Perform, like, the Black Mass and shit like that. Huh. So this is straight-up Bohemian Grove, Illuminati-style fun times for sandwich. Crazy. He's making some weird sandwiches in there. Yeah. Just blood and rocks and... Prostitute sandwiches. Prostitute sandwiches. <laughs> that's where you just... You, you and somebody else just go and you get on both sides of the prostitute, and you're like, yeah. well, let's make a prostitute sandwich. <laughs> you get on either side of this uh, 13-year-old addict... Oh boy! That you found. I was about to say something it's really fun, and I don't want to associate myself with it. I was about to say that it's like when you're you're stupid and you're like, let's make a let's let's make a. Oh, you can't use your name. Yours doesn't work. The Duke. Yeah, let's let's make a Duke sandwich, and then two people go and hug you. I'm like, ah, we're making a Duke sandwich, and you're like, get the fuck off me! Don't touch me! I always hated being in the sandwich. 
Eh, it's okay briefly, I guess. Mm. I don't like touching people. I know that. Yeah. I'll, I'll touch my wife, but other than that, just let me just shake your hand. I'm gonna hug you after this. God, I can tell you need it. Damn it! I don't need to hug. I don't need anything. I'm gonna make an open face Duke sandwich because <laughs> I don't have another side. Yeah, so. it'll be open face. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, this doesn't really come up again, but I did find it in my research, so I just want to mention that. Yeah, he's part of like a weirdo sex group, which I think maybe that's a thing that. If you're from England, I bet your royals are doing that right fucking now. I don't think that stops. Yeah. We got that shit in America, too. It's just not royal-based, but income-based. And they're in, like, Bohemian Grove, just fucking whoever. Yeah, it's like... Kids and shit. I think it's worse, yeah. It's like sex trafficking rings and shit. Man, like with this Jeffrey Epstein shit. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if we'll get to the bottom of it, but I believe it's happening. I think there's enough money that they can not. I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. Well, it's like Ah. you got pedophilia where you have a sickness and you're addicted or you're attracted to children. And then I think you have pedophilia where you're just so powerful. You're addicted to doing things that you're not supposed to do because you can. Yeah. And I think that's that's what we're fucking with, where they're just like fucking kids because you're like, oh, I can do it. Yeah. That's my opinion. But I don't. I don't know anything. The Duke doesn't know shit. <laughs> um, well, he, in this club, there's a gentleman named John Wilkes. Wait, wait, wait. No relation that I could find to, ah. to the Booth family. But John Wilkes is also a member of Parliament and a member of the Hellfire Club. And John Wilkes, he actually sounds kind of cool. He creates a newspaper called The North Britain, which criticizes his political rivals and the King George III. Whoa, 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 wait. Isn't he... So he's going to these fancy fun cave parties too isn't he yeah doesn't he meet some of his like his rivals there (laughs) oh yeah so he goes there and he does that and he goes and like writes about he's like yeah by the way small dick (laughs) i've seen it for sure like dude (laughs) dude no i'm not kidding i'll drop he also makes weird noises during sex (laughs) like weird you ever you ever hear like a boar getting off (laughs) that's what he sounds like Is this hot for you too? <laughs> and he, <laughs> are you having fun? So that's my political, yeah. And he releases that in his paper. Yeah. And then he just talks shit on George the Third, who's like the king of England. Are you allowed to do that in England at this time? Absolutely not. Yeah, I didn't think so. No, which is why I'm bringing it up because the North Britain is like one of the first examples of the public feeling like, yeah, we should be able to talk shit on these motherfuckers. Yeah. Um, it wasn't really normal because yeah, you talk shit on the king, they just cut your fucking head off. And um, Wilkes also wrote an essay uh, with a guy named Charles Churchill, who's also related to Wince somehow. He is? I couldn't find, like, the lines. further down the The Churchill line. family's pretty big. What was his first name? Charles. Oh. And we're talking mid-1700s. I dove into that guy's family tree, and it sounds like... There's a lot of shit in there. I'm sure that's definitely one of the ones that came up because I went through, like... Well, he's a poet, I believe, but, yeah. of some kind. Oh. But he wrote an essay called on women which is like this satirical joint about the lowliness and sexiness of women huh um but sandwich um decides to use that as an opportunity along with some other people to prosecute john wilkes for being a pervert essentially nice after they get done with the cave they're like now let's go slander that guy yeah i think that's yeah they see you do some shady shit and you're like he could be a political rival so i'm just going to twist that now after they just got done fucking the same, like making a sandwich out of the same girl. Yeah. Or guy. I don't know. 16-year-old girl. Yikes. 
Yeah. Well, his 16-year-old. Like, he's a pervert. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? He's a pervert. Jesus. He's a pervert. Yeah. He was the backside bread. I was the front one. Yeah. Like a, like a good Christian. <laughs> um, well, Wilkes is actually arrested um, after everybody sort of was like, because really what it was is that Wilkes made this paper that criticized the king. And everyone was like, whoa, shit, we don't want to get our heads cut off. So everybody turned on him and was like, we're going to prosecute you for immorality. And he does eventually get exiled for this. But it also creates, like, the precedent to be able to ridicule Parliament and the king. More papers nice. come up that start doing this. Um, but the he the, the this sort of – because Sandwich is part of this prosecutorial group. This sort of starts the public not – digging sandwich because they're like no we want to talk shit on the king yeah. why are you being a dick about this yeah and there is a very famous quote that you can find from between sandwich and wilkes and i'll also say this quote is also possibly attributed to a guy named samuel foot um but the quote goes as such because sandwich and wilkes are in a rivalry and sandwich says you sir will certainly die either upon the gallows or a social disease Hmm. And Wilkes says, well, that depends, sir, upon whether I embrace your principles or your mistress. Oh! What? He's on fire! What did he, did he even That's say anything back? hot sandwich! Shit! Not that I could find. No. Yeah. But, That's uh, pretty good. I don't think he probably, probably because he couldn't. He's like, fuck, what I, I Fuck I, yo! <laughs> I'm a sad sandwich now. I'm all wilty. And he's like, you're a shit sandwich. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> That's where shit sandwich comes from. Yeah. I'm like, fuck. The whole parliament went silent. And for weeks, they were just digesting it. Like, oh, good God. Did you hear what he said? The only word I can think of is, is burn. It feels like a burn. Oh. It feels like he got cooked. Yeah. It's a cooked sandwich. <laughs> God, I Grilled. W- <laughs> fuck, I want a panini. <laughs> He hasn't created the sandwich yet, has he yet? No. Yeah. <laughs> um, but again, this is often also attributed to a guy named Samuel Foote, who's just another fucking guy. Yeah. But I think that quote probably did happen in some context. Uh, well, he's he's not liked in the public now for this association. And this other guy who helped Wilkes write this paper, uh, Charles Churchill, um, has a quote who said about Sandwich that he is too infamous to have a friend, too bad for bad men to commend. And he also said, he wrought sin with greediness and sought for shame and greater zeal than good men seek for fame. And that's what Churchill said to... He said about Sandwich. Oh, okay. Just saying pretty much that... He sucks. He's a bad, sinful person. He's just a corrupt dickhead. Yeah. Sounds like he just uses his his position for political rivalries and shit like that. Yeah. Um... And he is still sort of seen as a sniveling, immoral ass, but he is also still the Lord of Admirality. But he uses that position for personal gain, where he would bribe positions. So, in 1773, he offered the position uh, on the naval board, like the board of the naval lords or whatever, for $2,000 to a guy named uh, Captain Luttrell. And Captain Luttrell, who's like a sea captain... And Sandwich was like, hey, man, 2000 bucks, I'll get you on the board. What's up? Damn, dude. And Latrell was like, that's immoral, and told the public. Woo! And uh, they fucking hate him even more now. Because yeah. they're like, yeah, you're using bribery for your position. That's shitty. Um, and then Sandwich also, around this time, tried to indict the head editor of the Evening Post for libel for running that story about the bribery. 
So don't tell about my stuff. Dude, come let me let me be corrupt. Don't point out my things, man. Don't what? call me out. I'm gonna sue you now. God. And that's kind of what he tried to do. Um Sounds like a soggy sandwich to me, man. Just being <laughs> just a little bratty, yeah. soggy sandwich. It's a bit salty, huh? <laughs> Jesus. You so you take a decent sandwich with with like prospects and mm. you dip it in salty cold water. Yeah. This is who we're dealing with. It's like when you put like I don't know about you, but I love oil and vinegar on oh, my sandwiches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But sometimes you put too much on it and it soaks too much through the bread and then you're like, it tastes good, but now it's soggy. Like if the edges get a little soggy, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. You just chew through that, but when the middle is the soggy. Middle. Yeah, this just, that's this fucking guy. Yeah, soggy sandwich. He just got soggy right to the core. It's sad, sad to see. Well, and unfortunately, this soggy motherfucker <laughs> who is in charge of the Navy around this time, it is 1773 where the Boston Tea Party happens, and those pesky Americans don't like taxation. So we're about to, they are about to engage in a very serious war. What one? Um, Which one is this? I'm not familiar with it. We <laughs> call it Revolutionary War. They call it the War of American Liberation. Is that really what they call it? At least from the notes I did. I don't know if they still call it that. I think they might. Oh, that's crazy. I never thought about it from that. I thought everybody... from their perspective. Yeah, weird. Because yeah. I don't. I think they just see it as like fucking colonists won't do what I tell yeah. them to do. And we were like, get the fuck out. We're like revolution. Whoa! But not in a French accent. But they're like, uh... <laughs> we're like a hickey accent. You get the fuck out now. <laughs> we got revolution. <laughs> We don't like your sandwiches around here. <laughs> we don't fuck with that. We don't fuck with sandwiches. Yeah. Well, along with this shit, he's also reported as running the Navy kind of like a shitty business. Like, he would, again, bribe for different things and and uh, underbid people for shit to the point where the Navy is still, like, under-equipped, not well-staffed. He was supposed to shape it up. That was the whole thing, and he just instead used it as a platform to try and get, get himself like famous and rich, and the Navy suffered for that. Yeah. And that's that's on you, sandwich. He's like selling the sails and shit. He's like, hey, you got, you need some cloth? Five bucks. Five bucks. Come on. Come what? On. Hey, hey, I mean, uh, what, hey. wait, wait. What's the British coin? Or what's the British? It's uh, the pound. Yeah. Yeah. What, what else do they call it? What do they call it? Buck. They call it a... Uh, I don't know. Like a slang well, they call it the euro now, even though they don't, <laughs> they don't fucking want yeah. to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think they're working on that. Yeah. Well, um, Boris, this is yeah. Jesus, Jesus go on. I don't even fuck, dude. I'm not even part of that, and I'm like, how? He looks like he shouldn't. He looks like a muppet. <laughs> I'm glad he said muppet. I would have said something much more. And he acts like a muppet. Yeah. I don't like. We fucked up with Trump. Yeah. Full on. Yeah. People I, time. Not into Trump, didn't right. vote for him. But as a country, we fucked up. I think y'all are fucking up just as hard, bro. Yeah. yeah. Fix your shit. I don't know how to say what I want to say diplomatically. Just do um, it. <laughs> just say it. Use a sandwich metaphor. Yeah. He. A sandwich metaphor. Fuck, that's going to be tough. So it's like a sandwich that you find in the garbage with a shitty wig. Yeah. He seems like he might be. Mentally handicapped. <laughs> I don't know how to say. I, I know that sounds so mean, but like, have you watched? Like, I'm so sorry. There's, there's something so, about him. Though. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with someone who's mentally handicapped. I'm saying that no, but we don't put him in charge of a fucking country. Yeah, like we did in America. Yeah, don't do it. Don't do what we did. He's, we we're wrong. And on top of that, he seems he seems like a doofus. Like, have you heard him talk or what he says? It's I just, think. Ugh. Doofus is the cur- doofus. Yeah. I, yeah, I want to cut out That's the other thing I said. Perfect. Doofus. And doofus. 
and maybe handicapped. I don't know. <laughs> Jury's out on that. Oh, man. Anyways, I feel bad even saying it. Ugh. I'll take it. <laughs> he seems just like the kind of guy that should, con- like, the way he looks, looks like he should just be constantly going, <laughs> Which way did he go, George? Which way did he go? <laughs> like, he just looks like a, ah. And they let that guy be the prime minister. Yeah. I, I don't know what's going on in the world. Yeah. Anyways. Doofuses unite. Yeah. Apparently, like, uh, I don't know if there was some sort of jealousy. They're like, well, they got a dumb one. Let's get one, too. It looks like they're having fun. Yeah. Yeah, let's have some fun, too. Let's make it interesting. Let's up the stakes. Maybe we've all just agreed the apocalypse is inevitable. And we're like, eh, let's just fuck <laughs> off. Might as well just steer into it. Fuck it. Let's just see some weird <laughs> shit happen. <laughs> let's just see what we can shit. get away with. <laughs> let's just all eat one big shit sandwich. Oh, God. It is a huge shit sandwich right now. <laughs> with, like, those little bits of corn in there. You're like, what the hell? Yeah, little little pieces of shit. And they're all crunchy. You're like, why didn't I digest? <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> or there's yeah. some red in there. You're like, oh, I hope that's not blood. I hope it's a pimento. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's blood. No, it is blood. <laughs> it's blood. Yeah, that's just part of the flavoring. I didn't even, I didn't even eat anything red. <laughs> I didn't, all I had was corn <laughs> for three days. <laughs> it's still red. It's tearing me up. <laughs> Uh, it's just pouring ketchup on a on corn. <laughs> All right, That's I'm a terrible sorry. sandwich. Well, so we are into the Revolutionary War or the War of American Independence now. Yeah, and he's running the Navy, but the Navy is not. You know, it's not amazing. It's not the British Royal Navy that we think about. Conquer everything. Yeah. Although they were conquering a bunch of shit, weren't they? Still, at this well, time frame. From what I understood. Pre-sandwich, it was the fucking Navy, and they had a bunch of colonies. And then they had this downturn around Sandwich's time, which also happens to be around the time of American independence, where there was just political rivalries, and the military was not equipped, and they kind of fucked up. They brought themselves back up to dominance into the 19th century. But this time is sort of a lower, dismal Well, I was going to say, because when it came to the uh, American Revolution War, it was a... uh, I, I feel like a lot of Americans actually don't know this. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't taught to me in school. I had to figure this out later. But like the French helped out a shit ton. Oh, they were our and hardcore allies. So when the British were sending over their ships to try to come basically take us back or like you know force us to be underneath them, mm-hmm. the reason why we won pretty much is because the French were blocking most of their ships with their ships and oh, we were fighting. You're right on it. Yeah, because so one of the things that's attributed to Sandwich is that he recognized the French involvement is going to make it harder for our Navy to dominate America. Yeah. And he was afraid that the French would then twist that and attack England. Yeah. So he kept the bulk of the British Navy at home. So only a few or, you know, so many got, got to America. and then Exactly. Only the few that could get through the, the French uh, embargo or whatever, the block there. Yeah. And without, like, a sufficient Navy uh, on that war front in America, that's, like, Straight up, historically attributed to one of the reasons why America won. Because if you usually ask an American, they're like, "Good America, we we whip those guys with our farmers." I'm like, "Well, kind of." The American spirit is what God wanted. Ugh. But we really had a shit ton of help. Matter of fact, the French were also uh, arming us. They were sending us all sorts of supplies and shit. So. Oh yeah, I mean, the French fucking hate the English so now a... and then. <laughs> And I think they saw that as an opportunity to be like, this is, if we make America work, that's a solid ally against the motherfuckers we don't like. Damn. And really, it's so funny to think about like this huge empire lost against these few colonies, but 
It's a little bit more complicated than that. Yeah. Just a little. Yeah. And it's not our doing. Yeah. We're not that amazing. We were a bunch of drunk shitheads who just didn't want to pay taxes, who we still are. Yeah. We're still that. Yeah. But we had the French help, and the English fucked up, and it just went the way it went. Yeah. Well, there's a funny quote from uh, Scottish philosopher David Hume. Which is a bummer, because I totally want to be British. I should have been British. You do have a British sense about you. Thanks. Which is funny, because I'm like 110% American. And I'm like... You're like thirty percent. I'm thirty percent British, wishing I was like a hundred percent British. <laughs> you do. I don't know how much fish and chips do you consume. Ah, uh, not enough. Really, not, <laughs> I think all the Brits will say that. I don't know. <laughs> I try to. I try to make it up for. I, I watch a lot of a uh, Brit TV. Yeah, you're really into those sitcoms. Ah, oh, they're so good. I can't fucking stand them. You're wrong. I, I don't. Eh. Know. Someone should open up one of our windows here and let some of the wrong out because you're so wrong. You can't get rid of the, the wrong. Comes off me. Way too thick to get rid of it. Quickly. Knackers in the Breeze is one of the greatest podcasts. Go listen to them. Yeah, they actually are a good podcast. I love them. They're doing a good job. But Ameri- Their British humor is great. Yeah, I can't understand what they're saying. America! <laughs> <laughs> Just watch sports and drink American beer. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm the worst. Well, uh, this quote from David Hume, who is actually a really cool Scottish philosopher. Maybe I'll people time him someday. Okay. But in 1776, which that's the year that we claim independence here in America, there is a quote from David Hume in his uh, journals where he said that in Scotland he ran into Sandwich with two ladies of pleasure who said that they were... (laughs) ladies of pleasure. That's a nice way of... Yeah, that's a nice way of... uh... Hookers. Hookers. (laughs) (laughs) David Hume is very proper. Good, Good for him. Two ladies of pleasure. But he ran into him in an inn and said that they were on a three-week fishing trip. And David Hume is like, uh, aren't you fucking in a war? And the quote from his journal is, the first lord of the admiralty, who is absolute and uncontrolled master in his department, should at a time when the fate of the British Empire is independence, and independence on him, find so much leisure during the most critical season of the year. So wait, are we saying that maybe we won because of his negligence, maybe? Partially, yeah. <laughs> Hella. <laughs> Not just negligence. Straight up, like, this is 1776. I'm like, going golfing. Peak fishing. of, in, in America, we're like, we're kicking the motherfuckers out. And the Lord of the Navy is on a three-week trip in with Scotland hookers. with hookers. <laughs> and fishing. And on a fishing that's trip. That's awesome. So, uh, that's what he did. Yeah. And around this time, due to lack of maintenance, three flagships, so like, Big ass navy ships uh, sunk, not for military reasons. The Northumberland, the Terrible, and the Royal George all sank due to lack of maintenance. Three of them for lack of maintenance? Yeah, where like the holes rotted out or there was too much weight on them and they just motherfucking sank. Damn, dude. So this is. He sucks <laughs> as Lord of Admiralty. <laughs> but he's he not was, doing a good job. He was getting some putang, though. I mean, that's true, too. He's probably having a fucking great time. Is his wife still alive? She is probably. She's dead now. Oh, okay. She dies maybe three or four years after he starts. Not that it matters. Martha May mistress ship. Yeah, he was cheating on her the whole time, it sounds like, anyway. He so. was. I mean, he was even treat, cheating on his mistress, for Christ's sakes. I wonder if she was mad about that. I don't know if a mistress can get mad. I don't know if they have that right. It'd be funny if they did. (laughs) This is bullshit. Like, you're already second girl. You can't. Well, I know, but still, I need a little bit of respect. He's like, women and their rights. Where's my 
women of pleasure right now. I'm going to go on a three-week fishing trip. I'm getting the fuck out of here. Yeah. I can't stand you asking for intimacy from me. <laughs> I'm the Lord of Sandwich! <laughs> so three of his ships sink, and then did anyone get mad about this? I mean, there was a lot of, yeah, like people would attribute, like, the Navy sucks because you suck. Yeah. And uh, he even appoints a political rival. So he's Whig. Oh, really? And he appoints a Tory named Viscount Augustus Keppel in charge of the fleet around this time. Mm. And he even told, told Keppel, um, you're going to be in charge of the greatest Navy of all time. we got 35 ships. It's going to be awesome. I'm going to be busy. You do your thing. <laughs> Keppel gets to the Naval Yard and finds that they have six ships instead of 35 in the bay that he's about to work with so there's a few like protecting from the french and a few in america but he was told he was going to have 30 like a fleet and he's got six and he's like where the rest fuck they don't know i mean they sink or they're gone one person war one captain's like no one's watching let's just take this and go fuck this place it's just like like in a personal lake (laughs) party boat (laughs) sandwiches for everybody and everyone's like where did that ship go huh did we was that a ship i don't know because the new guy keppel has no idea he thought there was 35 (laughs) years no shit well, uh, Keppel even wanted to arm the Navy. The, he wanted to do what's called coppering, where you like put copper slaps on the bottom of a ship to keep it from rotting away. Mm. And Sandwich didn't want to do that because he thought it was too expensive. Yeah, why would we just let them sink? Fuck, who cares? I've been letting them sink, and it's fine. I'm still fucking a lot of girls <laughs> making sandwiches. I don't even give a fuck. Well, because these a bunch of ships sank and there's only six left, Sandwich then turned around and blamed Keppel for this. Oh, did which, he just plan this all out on purpose? I think so. That's why, because he's Whig, and he took a Tory guy, and he was like, you're in charge, bro, great job. And, and then he's like, what'd you do? Two days later, he's like, what happened? What did you do with the other ships? There was 35 when I left here yesterday. Uh, Maybe the Tories suck. Maybe that's, why I'm just, that's maybe that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like that's what this is trying to indicate. <laughs> this poor guy's like, I got a new position. What? Kisses his wife. I'm faithful what to you. I do a good job. And he gets there. And I was like, a point. Finger pointed what at him. What the fuck? So Sandwich actually tries to court-martial Keppel for destroying the Navy. <laughs> Which, Are you serious? Yeah. So Sandwich destroys the Navy, takes a political rival and puts him in charge. And says, you destroyed the Navy. <laughs> <laughs> and this doesn't. This doesn't go anywhere. I mean, the whole House of Lords is like, no, dude, you you've been in charge. You're just trying to you're trying to pull some silly shit. He didn't he didn't lose twenty nine ships in a couple of <laughs> that that was you because yeah. you've been busy sandwiching um, a bunch of hookers. Yeah, and the public get word of this and they fucking hate sandwich now. There is actually a drunken riot that loots his house. That's awesome because they're so pissed <laughs> off that he tried to pull this shit. Like, this is fucking real. <laughs> was he home? And I take it no. No, I think he took off. But, yeah, they, they looted his house and tore it down. Like, I don't oh, think they burned it down, but they just stole all his shit. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> and other naval commanders stopped taking orders from him. Um, One of the last great things he did for the Navy was in 1778, he did uh, collect a bunch of money to support uh, Captain James Cook, who is also another future people time he's a a discoverer voyager kind of guy oh cool he takes his boat the resolution and discovers the first western contact with hawaii 
Oh. And Captain Cook saw Oahu, like the first island he saw, and he named them the Sandwich Islands. Yeah. After his dude. The Sandwich Islands. So uh, Hawaii used to be called the Sandwich Islands, like the whole thing. Yeah. Named after this motherfucker. And uh, there's some like old like naval or nautical maps you can find that still call them the Sandwich Islands. Yeah. Like even some fun ones that you can buy that are sort of novelty still call them the Sandwich Islands if you want something that's like, the 1700s <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i mean some people still call them the sandwich islands for fun yeah it sounds like a fun little nickname from yeah i actually uh learned about the sandwich islands very i say learned very very little right from boy meets world how so, how so? <laughs> where does that connection come from Corey, if you know the main character protagonist while in the earlier seasons he the, the lesser savage brother yeah <laughs> yes yeah <laughs> he uh has to work hard in school like and he never does right he hates school He's i guess a slacker but for whatever reason this episode he has to, like pick up the slack to be on a team of some sort of scholar mm. team kind of a thing yeah. and he starts actually studying and he learns he's like whoa the sandwich islands were named after the duke of sandwich bam and that's all i remember that's from what it. we're doing here So there are some outlying islands in Hawaii that are like just rocky and volcanic or no fun, like nobody lives there. Some people still colloquially call the Sandwich Islands just for fun, for that history. But, I mean, technically it's all Hawaii. But it used to be called like that whole goddamn place before Hawaii was like, no, we're our own thing. Yeah. Um, Used to be called Sandwich Islands after him. Nah, you're Sandwich Islands. Come on. (laughs) You are... Right? You are. Is Hawaii Are you Indians? You are. Come on, you are. You're brown. Come on. Come on. Come on. Give me a sandwich. (laughs) I'm hungry. What do you got? Coconuts and shit on there? Give me some. (laughs) Well, so does does Hawaii call itself Hawaii? Yeah. Well, uh, as far as I know, I guess I didn't do that. Is that what the natives called themselves before they were named? The reason why I ask is is that the one place that we call what they call themselves? Because we talk about this all the time on People Time. Yeah, we do. I believe it is. I think it is a traditional name over there because nice. shortly after Cook names it the Sandwich Islands, the locals there aren't don't they oh. never get taken by England? Yeah, because they fight them off. Yeah, and then eventually, you know, America comes over and we're like, eh, want to be part of our thing? Do you want to be a tourist? We spot? also don't like we're Britain. Like, no, we don't. And then we like, do it anyway. Yeah, welcome yeah. to America. You're America now. And they're like, God damn it. So you introduce meth into our neighborhoods. And now we can't fight you. <laughs> that's what that's what America does. Well, is Hawaii the number is is it the fiftieth or the forty ninth? I know it's between Hawaii and Alaska. I think it's the last one. Fiftieth. Yeah, and uh, per people time, it was Eisenhower who signed that shit into law. Oh, Ike. Yeah, Ike made Hawaii a state, which is pretty weird because he was like overgrown negro girls in america like an asshole he doesn't like the brown folks but and then he's like hawaii can be part of us i think he likes the brown folks when it's a military position post and uh a nice tourist spot yeah yeah i'd like to go to hawaii ike's kind of a dick i'd yeah. like to go to hawaii too ike's a, a little toe dick yeah he's a little asshole who loves sandwiches like make it ham yeah yeah that's ike for you well, uh, in 1779, because he's always yelling, <laughs> he's always yelling. I feel like I didn't yell enough in that episode. To, yeah, was, a lot of quotes I found where people were like, he's very mad and yelled a lot. <laughs> I think at one point we actually yelled just that. Get me some sort of food. Did yeah, we say sandwich? Like, yeah, he's like, maybe a sandwich. I said ham. Yeah. Ham! <laughs> yeah, dude. 
This all came around full circle. This is weird. This if is you haven't weird. listened to Ike, go back and listen to Ike, and then it's a great episode. Yeah. Well, in 1779, uh, Sandwich's mistress Mar- Martha May was murdered. What? <laughs> Who's Martha May again? She is his mistress. So wow. after his wife died, That's he right. took in a 16-year-old, and she lived with him. Mm-hmm. And he uh, fucked her liberally, <laughs> and she did actually end up having a. I mean, I saw five kids. I saw nine kids. They had a bunch of kids together. Yeah. And, she, you know, he doesn't marry her. She's just his mistress. Yeah. But um, she was like 16 when he married her, and she died at 33 in Butter. 1779. So what happened, it, it's weird. I, I don't know what the deal is, but like, so Sandwich is still not doing well financially. He's just terrible with money. Yeah. Um, we're going to talk about gambling and sandwiches a little later. I'm I couldn't excited. find dates for them, so they're tacked on to the end. But I think he gambled away all his money all the time. So, Mar- How did he get any position in Parliament at all? Fuck, dude. England, man. This whole <laughs> royal line. Oh, the royalty is special. Our blood sucks and we give people diseases. Even though <laughs> yeah. they're like, yeah, you could be in charge of all kinds of shit. They just do that. And then we dismiss you because you sucked. And then we're like, well, let's give him a second shot. Or a third. Fourthies? Yeah, sure. Fourthies. Uh, he's still got a royal name, right? Yeah, bring him in. Mm-hmm. His blood still sucks. Have you been to his cave parties? <laughs> fucking put him back dude, in charge. Dude, <laughs> the sandwiches and the hookers are fucking tens. <laughs> tens. Yeah. Baller. <laughs> and Tom Cruise is there with a mask on. He's like, yeah. <laughs> I left Tom Cruise at home today. Oh. I... I have him chained up with Woody Allen. They're too. next to each other? Well, I, you know, I don't have personal problems with Tom. Tom and I are, you know, he's my little buddy. He's right. my little pet. Weird. He's, but... he's keeping Woody, um, he's, he's giving him some, uh, he's keeping him company. Scientology just annoying the shit out of him with? Yeah, I gave Tom a copy of Dianetics, and I was like, read this to Woody <laughs> until I get back, and I will deal with it. <laughs> but I'm not, I'm not, I need to hear from you guys before I decide what to do. Yeah, this we got serious. Some, yeah. A human life is the stake here. <laughs> and Annie Hall still sucks. That's so terrible. <laughs> <laughs> He's a pedophile. So um, the uh, the public... So, okay, so here's what happened. There was a... He was a soldier, and then he turned into a clergyman, this gentleman named James Hackman. And James Hackman wanted to marry Martha Ray. And it seems that Sandwich was okay with that, because he was so broke, he couldn't actually take care of Martha May. Weird. And I think he actually did love her to the point where he was like, marry this other guy so you're financially okay. Really? But Martha was not into James Hackman. Oh. Where, I don't know why, but she just wasn't into this guy. Yeah. And she, I think she preferred to live in Sandwich's house and live off of whatever he could win from gambling. Yeah. And James apparently goes crazy. He proposes to her several times, and she's not into it, to the point where he starts stalking her. And as I mentioned before, she's a semi-successful singer. She's going into uh, the steps of an opera house, and he shoots her dead. What? Yeah, he he killed her. And that's like like a huge thing. There's like movies and things. And plays, and there's a novel based on it called uh, Love and Madness about just all this intrigue with, you know, you got the Earl Sandwich and his mistress and the lover, and, you know, it's a pretty interesting yeah, story. Yeah, it sounds like some crazy fucking, it sounds like fiction almost. Yeah. 
it's kind of a bummer. Um, Sandwich did have several kids with, with Martha. The only ones that made it into history was a guy named Basil Sandwich, who's like a poet. <laughs> His name is Basil? Basil Sandwich. That's so fucking cool. <laughs> Oh god, it's so cool. I don't know if a basil sandwich would be that good, but you could put basil on a sandwich. Tomato basil sandwich. Oh, I love tomato sandwiches. Mm. Dip it in the tomato basil. Dip your sandwich oh, in no. there. Just grilled make cheese. Grilled cheese uh, into tomato soup with basil. Oh my god, yes. Oh, sandwich did such a good job in his What life. was his other kid's name? Were they like fucking lettuce and ham and Yeah, his other his other yeah, his other kid's name is uh the Reuben. <laughs> that's awesome no his other kid's name is Robert that's I, I don't stupid know. fuck you Robert Ro- Robert becomes an admiral later in life but those are the only two that make history okay and this apparently like sort of kills Sandwich on the inside I guess he legitimately loved Martha because he actually like jumped into his bed and it's quoted that this is still like war is still happening yeah the American uh, Revolutionary War doesn't end until 1784 and this is in, like, 1780. He just jumps into bed. He's like, I can't. I can't do the war. Yeah. And uh, I kind of want to sound callous, but it sounds like, I mean, while he's been I obviously mean, sleeping with hookers and stuff, and he also just kind of sounds a little bit like a piece of a shoe. Yeah, yeah. And then he's like, I can't do my job that I wasn't already doing. <laughs> I'm sorry. He probably felt bad, I'm no, sure. I think it's fair to frame him as a spoiled kid. Yeah. And spoiled kids see everything as, what does this do for me? And the war in America is not making me feel better. And then my girlfriend dies. You guys don't even care. I can't do it. So he does actually end up retiring in 1782 after much public scrutiny. Because the public is like, you've had a girl in your house you've just been fucking? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I can have mistresses. And they're like, so this, this is what's it's like funny about it. you guys don't? <laughs> a lot of people of his status have mistresses, yes. But when everybody did the numbers, they were like, A, she was in your house while your wife was alive and ill. B, she was, I'm sorry, 16? Did you say 16? So people were He's like, actually... she didn't show me her driver's license. I don't know how old she was. <laughs> she doctored it. What am I supposed to do about that? <laughs> I helped her make it, whatever. <laughs> but uh, the public sort of added up. Okay, you tried to uh, get a guy in trouble for fucking up the Navy even though it was you. You tried to get a guy in trouble for being part of that weird prostitute club, even though you were part of it. Uh, you fucked up the Navy during the war, and yeah, you're you fucking s- a kid. You let a bunch of ships sink, and then you lost most of them. <laughs> yeah. So all together, they were like, we hate you. And in 1782, he retired. And there's nothing to find between 1782 and 1792, but he dies in April 30th of 1792. So 10 years after he retires, he dies? Yeah, and I'm assuming... I mean, I found some stuff that he was really into uh, cricket. Okay. <laughs> he's into cricket and <laughs> That's crochet. That's very British, yeah. And uh, he's very into music. He would host music parties and stuff, and I think he just sort of died. Did um, how old was he when he died? 74. Well, uh, some last notes I had. He, he also served as the ambassador of Madrid. He was also briefly the head of the postmaster, uh, or sorry, head postmaster. Hmm. He was secretary of state to the Northern Department. He just served a lot of posts because England is fucking weird. Yeah, you have a lot of different positions throughout the years. They just let you do shit. Yeah. If you have a cool name. Um, historians still debate on his specific role in the decline of the Navy. Although they do agree that England losing the war to America is often 
heavily attributed to the Navy being <laughs> shitty yeah. and not fully committing. And there's also another guy. So he was in charge of the Navy. There was a gentleman named Lord, jo- Lord George Sackville who was in charge of the infantry. Sackville. And Sackville, <laughs> you can look into George Sackville. He is equally corrupt and inept. I like to think Sackville and Wiener were friends. Sackville and Wiener were friends. <laughs> in the greatest ville of all time. Um, but yeah, their their general ineptitude uh, and corruption is often attributed historically to like why America is a thing. That's pretty funny. Because we really have no right to be. Well, uh, gambling. Yes. Um, Sandwich loves gambling. Um, every source that you find is going to talk about his addiction to gambling. He played a called he played a card game named Euchre. What? I've never heard of that. Yeah, I've never heard of it either. It's spelled uh, E-U-C-H-R-E, so it's like the Catholic Eucharist, but it's Euchre. It's like a points-based card game that's kind of like Pinochle. <laughs> Pinochle. Yeah, I, did, I don't think I'd ever play it, but it's weird. We it's played like... Pinochle. We played it recently. Yeah, but I didn't care for it. Neither did I, but our wives made us play it. Oh, okay. shit, that's going to make it to the recording. They're they, going to hear that. They make us do stuff we don't want all the time. It's fine. We're yeah. just lucky they're pretty. They're lucky they're pretty. <laughs> 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 or I wouldn't play peanut. <laughs> well, yeah. in uh, Euchre, just for some context, the jack is the highest card, the highest uh, point card, and it's a point-based game that I could not fucking figure out the rules to. I tried. Yeah, but uh, interestingly, the Joker card was introduced for this game. Oh, so there's Jokers because of that. Nice. And it's it was at one point considered the national card game in America in the 19th century, hmm. and it's still popular apparently in the Midwest and Canada. So if you go to, I don't know, Nebraska or some shit, there's some old people playing euchre probably. I don't know if you can go gamble in that like Vegas or some shit. You might be. It's a weird. If you learn how to play it, you're one of like 18 people, so you might you might win. Kick ass. <laughs> Makes me always think of uh, not always, but for some reason, this made me think of. You watch uh, How I Met Your Mother. Oh yeah. When they go down and and they gamble and they play that really weird like that Japanese game. Like not like they don't, all some people I just love it. running around and holding their hands out. <laughs> Ah, oh, yes! And then they move on to the next stage. Oh, yeah, and there's like a big wheel, and you're like, what is going on? I, I want to play that game. It's just like any Japanese game show. You're like, I don't know what's going on, but I'm entertained. But this is awesome, yeah. I'm not fucking having fun. <laughs> well, Euchre is not like that. It seems really fucking boring. No. You actually only play with face cards and seven through nine, and it's point-based, and uh, 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 what's the difference between like a the, the types of cards? You know, like spade and club and mm-hmm. heart. What is that? You got it. Type. Type. <laughs> type. Type of card. Anyway. The suit? Suit! So it's heavily suit-based. And if you want to play Euchre, there's YouTube videos. I'm never going to play it. But his addiction uh, for playing Euchre is fucking real to the point where he would often never leave the table for like 24 hours. That's weird. And he... Uh, pooped in his chair. He might have, like Cartman playing uh, World of Warcraft. <laughs> ma'am, 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 bathroom, <laughs> bathroom, ma'am. And I think that's what he did with his servants. Nice bathroom sandwich. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is where sandwiches happen. Where he would. Woo! That's not. That's no joke. I fucking love sandwiches. <sighs> it's probably the greatest goddamn. So food. this is where sandwiches came from. So there's some dispute that he. In his travels in the Middle East 
and the Mediterranean found different kind of falafel and gyro shit. Falafel. Whatever. I've never had one because I'm an American and I eat hamburgers. But he apparently would often at the table just tell his servants, like, I don't have time. Just bring me two pieces of toasted bread and some dried salted meat. Mm. Yes, sir. And they did. And he would just smash that together and eat it? And he'd just crush it. Yeah. I'm not addicted. And the other people playing with him would be like, uh, I'll take the same as sandwich. That sounds all right. And then eventually that just became, I'll take a sandwich. Fuck. And boom! I fucking love sandwiches. That's where it came from. So he was... Salted meat on toasted so bread. So addicted to That's playing it. cards that he couldn't get up. So he demanded that they bring him Something the paraphernalia can... to make what would then become... A sandwich. The most amazing goddamn. Because then you can hold time. your cards in one hand and eat in the other. That's exactly what it is. Yeah, you want something handheld so you can hold your cards. Can't be too messy. It can't be wet. So you no. have the bread on the side. So they're not putting oil or shit on there. No ketchup. No yeah. oil, no ketchup. Yeah. Just dry, cold, salted meat and toasted bread. Awesome. Some reports say it was buttered toasted bread. I feel like maybe not. That's, yeah. That seems a little fancy. Because mm. yeah. it's nothing else. And uh, there are a bunch of shit that you can find uh, that people were like, well, the sandwich is already around, but he just ate it so often, people were like, that's what sandwich that's does. The I'll sandwich. Have sandwich. And maybe that's the case, but eh. eh. What's it named after? Sandwich or somebody else? You right? tell me. Is it some other goddamn guy? Uh, no. It's not called the Thomas. <laughs> yeah. Not in my circles. You get that Thomas shit away from me. I'll take a sandwich, thank you. Thank you. Some cold meat on bread. Um, a little sandwich history, if you want, just because it's kind of fun. Yeah. Uh, the po' boy. Oh, yeah. Is from Depression-era Louisiana, where there was like a, a streetcar striker riot. Yeah. And there was a restaurant where he was like, I'm, the owner of the restaurant was like, I'm into this. If a striker comes in here, we feed him for free. And the employees, cool. anytime the strikers would come and be like, ah, oh, here's another po' boy. Oh. Another the po' boy. Cause That's po- pretty cool. Because they're poor. But the uh, the po' boy is uh, is is often uh, seafood or, or roasted beef hmm. with gravy on it. Makes me think because a sandwich, the idea of being like, yeah, I can hold it. It's like finger food, right? You don't have to have. Yeah. So you just like you grab it and pick up and get it. That was like pretty common too with uh, British miners where they would eat, uh, it's like, you know, ah. pot pies. But there's yeah. like, they have pies that are that, but it's all... Like handheld. Yeah, you just eat it. And the idea was because you're you're dealing with sometimes some chemicals and shit that uh, is not healthy to nope. be uh, on your hands or in your mouth for that matter. <laughs> right. And they knew it enough where they'd eat it down to the crust and then throw the crust because that's where they held it where all the – That's sh- why we cut the crust off in, a, in suburbia. <laughs> yeah. It's dirty. Because <laughs> it's the garbage part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's crazy, man. Um. I got uh, Sloppy Joes are from mm. a Sioux Falls, Iowa cook named Samuel. Just kidding. His name's Joe. I mean, that <laughs> kind of stands for itself. Yeah. <coughs> was he sloppy? He was very sloppy. In fact, it was called the loose meat Joe because <laughs> that's what they ate. It was like loose meat and tomato sauce. Yeah, but that sounds awful, awful. for some reason. If you see like a loo- loose meat and tomato sauce Joe, you're like, no. <laughs> it sounds like the name for like. A guy who is who sleeps around too much, <laughs> loose meat. 
<laughs> He's a bit loose, man. Dude. Loose meat. His meat's all over the place. Dude, Joe's been making some gross ass sandwiches. <laughs> He's a bit of a slut. With those girls you find, you don't want to fuck with that sandwich. Oh yeah, that meat has been yeah, it looks too like, loose. It's been beat. <laughs> That's why it's tomato sauce. <laughs> it's all bloody as shit. Oh my god, Fuck. that got dark. I don't like that. That's oh. where that's where Joe's head was at. Too graphic. Well, the Reuben, which feels European, yeah, is actually from a Jewish grocer in Omaha, Nebraska. Really? Named Reuben uh, Kolakovsky, who invented it to feed his poker buddies. And um, the Reuben is gambling, man. We got if we want to make a new sandwich, go gamble. I like to gamble. Well, I actually don't. So much. I like playing cards, and I love sandwiches, and I love the Reuben. Yeah. Uh, my wife can't fuck with the Reuben because it has sauerkraut on it. She's wrong. Yeah. I love a Reuben. Uh, the ham and cheese was invented by Patrick Conley in the 18th century. He is a, uh Irish guy who went to England uh, to open a restaurant, and he used leftover pork, Leicester cheese, and an early form of mayonnaise that was really just like egg whites. And we salute you, minus the mayonnaise. <sighs> ham and cheese. It's funny egg that you whites. and I both hate mayonnaise. It's the worst. It's disgusting. It doesn't... It tastes like what it is. It's, yeah. mil- it's milk and cheese. Yeah. Or, I'm sorry, milk and eggs. That's it, nasty. No. Don't. Don't do that. Don't. Well, uh, sliced bread has actually been around a lot longer than most people talk about. You know, like, it's older than sliced bread. And then everybody always goes... 1920-something. Something, because Betty White's older than sliced bread. <laughs> so, it's actually... I mean, that's true, like... There's a guy named Otto Rowetter who invented the automatic bread slicer for commercial use mm-hmm. in 1928. And Betty White was born in 1922, but people have been slicing bread right. forever. They sliced it for sandwich, his cooks, when they were like, wait, you want, wait, you want, wait. So you don't want soup or like, and he's like, no, it needs to be something I hold my hand. I'm like, so I have to cut the bread yeah just cut the fucking just let, i'm playing cards come on and then, and then what you want what's bread do you want to put something in it or come on just put the beat the fucking just put it in the bread he, he wants me to stick the beef inside the bread what do you mean i don't he just wants to shove it in there i don't know he is a pervert <laughs> he's a down yeah stuff the meat he's like just stuff the meat. <laughs> I'm playing euchre. <laughs> Hurry, I'm hungry. God, I'm down. I'm always down. Yeah, yeah we know. We haven't been paid in a while. <laughs> 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 well, uh, the first mention of a sandwich in a uh, was in a nineteen or sorry, seventeen eighty seven English recipe book by Charlotte Mason's. It was a recipe book called "The Lady's Assistant in Regulating and Supplying the Table." <laughs> Oh, man. Where she insisted that you put some very thin slices of beef between two very thin slices of bread and lay them on a dish. Wow. So we've come a long fucking way. A, a long fucking way, especially because, man, the book title alone. <laughs> hey, what the fuck is that? Jesus. That's not Julia Child shit. <laughs> um, I was going to talk about the uh, controversy over whether or not a hamburger, a hot dog, or a burrito, or a sandwich I'm just gonna leave it open. That's that's to that's a personal preference whether or not you call that a sandwich. I don't. I don't. I have. I could. I'm fine with it. They're different names. I don't have real feelings. If someone says, that. "Do you want a sandwich?" I say yes, and they hand me a hot dog. I'm gonna be like, "That's not what I was expecting." What the fuck is it? Right? You're right. I mean, I'm saying it's it's different. Bad or wrong, just like I was expecting something. But else. if you ask for a sandwich and they give you a sandwich, but it's in a hot dog bun, you're gonna go. 
this is also not right. <laughs> Something's weird. So it's different. Yeah. It's different. Yeah. It's like folding pizza in on itself. That's not a sandwich. Although It's a different thing. So I didn't grow up very rich or anything by any means. What? So when we ran out of bread, I've only I... been doing this to try and inherit your family money. <laughs> oh, I I've got some bad news for you, sir. Fuck. Oh man. So yeah, when we ran out of bread, I'd be like, I'm hungry, and my parents would be like, Fend for yourselves, and that meant cereal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or sandwiches. And yeah. if I didn't have any bread, I would go grab hamburger buns and try to see if I could scrounge up whatever. Oh, dude. Sticking between those. That's things. So funny that we're both. Yeah, because I put. Uh, well, you take bologna, but you <laughs> yeah. put it in the microwave. Briefly. You're already wrong on that part. Oh, no, because it gets so fucking greasy. Yeah. It gets greasy and bubbly. Uh, yeah. You get three pieces, you put it in a hamburger <laughs> bun, and mustard. You need, like, a lot more because hamburger buns are too thick. <laughs> well, you have to push it down. Yeah, you just squish it. <laughs> you push it down. Flatten it down. And then you just sit in front of the TV and watch MTV all summer. Well, I want to salute a Sandwich. Officially. Because I love sandwiches. He sounds like a... Terrible person, really, he's overall. Kind of ass- he's kind of an asshole. But good God, do I love sandwiches, so thank you. Yeah, the last bit I was going to say, uh, his love of music and hiring musicians to play while he was gambling is often attributed to the current population of the composer George Frederick Handel. So Handel is an old composer who's like one of the more famous names. A lot of people think he would not have been a thing if Sandwich wasn't obsessed with him. Wow, really? Yeah, that's another goddamn thing he did. And then... Um, Let's see. So there's some there's some revisionist history that indicates that he was not a degenerate gambler asshole, but that he invented the sandwich because he was so busy at his desk. I buy none of that. He sounds like an inept asshole. Yep. Um, there is a quote after he died. I don't know. There was not attributed to anybody, but somebody said that his epitaph should have been, seldom has any man held so many offices and accomplished so little. <laughs> that's what he said no that's somebody that yeah someone was like that should be his epitaph okay i was gonna say if somebody else if he said that about himself i was like well fuck at least he's honest fuck, at least he knows what <laughs> his life is the last thing i was gonna say is there is still a current earl of sandwich oh really this is john edward hollister montague he is the 11th earl of sandwich he lives in england now he lives in sandwich kent fuck and as far as i can tell i mean he's the same he's a part of the house of lords um, in an interview I found, he also does not like mayonnaise, so nice. I don't have a real problem with him. There's also a restaurant called Earl of Sandwich, which is uh, based in like Florida and Texas, and its first establishment was in uh, Disney World in Orlando. Oh, and as far as I can tell, like I was hoping I could find like his parliamentary record. The only real contribution I can find is this fucking franchise called Earl of Sandwich. <laughs> really? <laughs> that he's contributed to the world. Any English listeners can correct me on that, but the current Earl of Sandwich sounds kind of like a useless fucking royalty piece of shit. Who, yeah. who opened a restaurant? There you go. <laughs> Good job. Keeping the sandwich. That's what I got about sandwiches. <laughs> uh, well, dabblers, I hope you fucking loved this episode. Go eat a PB&J. It was delicious. Oh, PB&J is still or a, good. Or a fucking fry some spam. Quick question. Put some cheese on it. What kind of jam? Um, I'm a raspberry or grape. Oh, my God. Okay, yeah, raspberry, me, you're good. Yeah. yeah. I like grape, too. Grape's good. Yeah, but raspberry is, if I can get it. Is raspberry the is the top shelf. Peach is when I'm feeling like kind of weird. Peach or apricot. But I'm like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. some good shit. Oh, it gives me a stomachache, but I'll eat it all day. What's your fucking favorite jam, Dabblers? Tell us and tell me what to do with Woody Allen. I'm going to kill him. (laughs) All right. I love you.
Thanks for listening to another episode of People Time. We appreciate it. Yeah, so make sure that if you are enjoying the content, that you subscribe. It helps boost up the content for you. We get better when you give us stars and thumbs. Yep. So make sure that you like, subscribe, comment. We enjoy your comments just in general. Fuck yeah. Also email us at... Email me. PeopleTimePodcast at gmail.com. We live there. Yeah. We'll also get you uh, some t-shirts, so if you comment on there, we can throw out some t-shirts to you guys. Hello, bitch. Maybe some hats. Yeah, we're fucking working on hats. Yeah. And all the requests. Anybody. And we love you. Oh, my God. I love you so much. We love you, dabblers. You dabbling bitch.